Welcome in today. I am so excited about this episode. I think that this might be my very, very favorite topic to talk about, and I'm excited to break it down with you today. And I have to say, I think I have a new hobby, like a new favorite newfound love of a hobby. I've been trying to find one and it is connecting with you guys on Instagram and getting the feedback of all your thinking and all your feeling about the Honey Hush podcast. And so can I just say thank you and please continue to do that. Please keep screenshotting and sending things our way. It is so exciting to see this get into your hands and to see the difference that it's making and just the impact that it's having on you guys. But the most important and impactful thing for us is seeing how you guys are putting this stuff into practice. And there's nothing more that I love than seeing you guys, you know, post an Instagram story that shares how you're implementing some of this stuff into your life. So thank you so much. Please continue to subscribe. You can go do that right now. Hitting the subscribe button, leaving us a review is so powerful. And obviously screenshotting this episode and posting it to your stories. Please tag us because we love connecting with you guys. It's been so much fun. And I guarantee you, um, you'll be hearing back from us when you do that. So I just wanted to thank you for that today. And I'm so excited to dig into this. So I have a little piece of pre homework for you. And that is if you have not listened to this episode of um, this podcast episode, I'm about to share with you, I need you to pause this and go find it and then come back because listening to this specific episode is going to really give you a lot of clarity around the things I'm going to talk about today. And you will understand it a lot more clearly. Um, And this podcast episode, the specific one I'm going to share was literally a light bulb moment that has transformed my business in some ways, my marriage. Uh, It gave me clarity around the trajectory that my life in leadership and in business is going in. So it's that important that you press pause, go listen to it, and come back and meet me right here. And that is, it's going to be found on the Global Leadership Summit podcast. It is the episode with John Maxwell and Jeff Locklear. And you, if you just type in Global Leadership Summit, John Maxwell, it will come up. If you can't find it, you can find me on Instagram at Lacey underscore lately. That's L-A-C-Y. Uh, and I will send you the link. It's literally that important to me that you listen to it. So find that episode, then come back here and we're going to dig in right now. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up and coming and established leaders alike. Every week we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now here are your Hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. So you've listened to the episode with John Maxwell, and I hope that you are just on fire about leadership. And I hope that if you're struggling as a leader, because I was, I hope that it just gives you hope about what leadership should look like, what it actually is, and what it really can be. And that is the first thing is that leadership is influence. And so what I want to share with you is that we all have influence. If one single person in your life um, follows you in any way, but whether that be on social media, or if you have friends who, you know, trust what you say and take your advice and opinion on things, you are, you have an influence on others. I think we all do to a certain extent. And so when I started to shift my thinking about leadership, 
it was just huge. But I want to really be vulnerable and um, kind of get to the core of what opened my eyes more than anything else that I had learned up until this point about business and about leadership. And that was humbly identifying where I was on those five levels of leadership. What is so interesting is that I was actually strolling my baby in our neighborhood one day and my mentor and dear friend had sent me this episode to listen to a hundred times. And I was like, I am busy. I do not have another thing to add to my plate. I do not have 43 minutes or whatever it is to devote to this. But I was like, you know what? I'm walking. It's okay. The baby's asleep. I'm going to put my, um, you know, ear pods in and listen to this. So I did. And as I start listening to him explain the levels of leadership before that day, I would have told you that I was a great leader. And I, and I think the most, I think the other part is I would have just told you that I was a leader when in fact I was not leading. I was not influencing um, others. I was not leading others well at all. And what I found was that when you look at the five levels of leadership, the first level is position. I had that. I was given that, actually gave it to myself because I opened a business. And so position is not always hard to achieve. You are given a position of leadership if you are hired into a job in a management position. You have people to manage under you. You have, you know, a responsibility to them. Um, you are, you're given the, you're given the position if you open a business, a small business, or if you, um, you know, there's so many ways that you can be given the position of leadership, but that's just a position. What happened is that I realized that there's not a lot that happens, uh, from a positional standpoint. There's so many other components and aspects to, leadership and to really, um, having people trust you and be willing to, um, not just follow you, but to learn to lead themselves, um, because of the influence that you're having on them. So again, I'm usually going to ask you guys to get out your pen and paper and today is no different. And so before we get into those four key points, I want to tell you the five levels of leadership and their titles, just so that you can have those in the back of your mind. Hopefully this is just refreshing your memory from listening to, listening to that podcast so that you can follow along as I go through these key points. Okay. Number one is position. Number two is permission. Number three is production. Number four is people development. And number five is pinnacle. Okay, so let's talk about the very first thing that I did. And this is point number one. If you are finding yourself struggling as a leader, what I realized that day was that the first thing I had to do was humbly identify where I was. And for me, that was position one. I was just I was at number one and I was going nowhere fast. I had a team of people working with me in my Pilates studio. I've told you guys that I now work with beauty counter and I had a team there too. And people who, and who really at the time were relying on me, but I was not, I was not leading them. Well, I was not doing anything other than sitting at my position of leadership. And that is a hard thing to recognize. What's also fascinating is that when I was identifying myself as this, other people might've even said that I was different. Other people might've identified that I was maybe higher at a higher level of leadership, but I can guarantee you it was not the people I was leading. They were seeing and feeling the effects of this and learning this about myself caused a huge, huge breakthrough. So number one, be willing to humbly identify where you fall in these five levels. Number two, 
ask for feedback. Ask for feedback both from those you are currently leading and from the people who are leading you. And this is tough, guys, because what we have to do when we ask for feedback is we have to be willing to listen and hear it and accept it. If you're working with people that you trust and that you love, and that is my hope that you are, we need to be able to hear their feedback and process it and take action on it if we feel like that is what we need to do. And so I did. And those were some hard questions to ask because when I'm going to my mentor asking, what do you see in me? And she's giving me honest feedback and it's not always what I wanted to hear, but I could have never ever grown past that point had she not loved me enough to be willing to be honest and open with me. What's so hard about being in a business where I was the owner and I had opened my own small business at 21, which was crazy, is that I didn't have anyone to go to about that other than my clients. Um, But as far as I wasn't being led by anyone. So anything and everything that I was doing was coming out of my brain, which is a very dangerous and scary place. And so in that, at that moment, I had to go to some people I was working with and ask them, you know, what else do you need from me? What could I do better? Um, But here's the thing. If you don't have solid relationships with them, they're not going to be as ready and willing to tell you those things. So that leads me to my third point, which is as a leader, our goal is to create more leaders, not followers. And so if, if you think about this, how much sense does that make? If all we're doing is being a billboard for ourselves and we're just saying, hey, come follow me, come follow me, come follow me. Well, the responsibility is always going to be on us, right? We've got to continue to, to float the whole ship and to do all of the work. But what if we changed our mindset to create more leaders who could then come alongside us and then the community of leadership and the brain power that you're going to lend to that is only going to get bigger and stronger because I have a brain, but I only have one. And when I invite other people who are working with me and empower them to become a leader themselves, and then they get to add their brain power to mine, it starts this you know, avalanche effect of momentum in whatever business you're in. And so as you're leading people, maybe you own a small business and maybe it's a retail store. Find people who you are leading, who are on your staff or on your team. You can find something that they are really good at. It is so important to give them authority and ownership of that. Have them become a leader in that aspect. Give them responsibilities where they're going to be able to take on that as a, in a leadership position or role. And you're going to see so much come out of that. I'm going to get back to how I got past that first level of leadership. But the fourth point that I want to make to you is that if you are, again, finding yourself in a place where you you are a leader, you're in a leadership position, at least you're at least at position one. The good thing about position one is it can, it can only go up and you have to be in position one to be a leader in the first place, right? So you're at position one, but you are like me and you're, you just feel like you're stuck in the mud up to your knees. How do you get out from that feeling And maybe you feel alone in that because maybe you're like, I don't have a team. I don't have people who are working with me. Or maybe you have a huge team, but they're not all motivated and inspired by this whole, whole idea of, you know, becoming a great leader and doing this job really well. Here is the hard truth and the scary truth. And I had to do this in both of my businesses at the time, but it has worked wonders and I call it panning for gold. And I cannot wait to hear your stories about how you pan for gold, but here's how it works. You're going to look at all the people in your organization, whether that's your small business, um, whatever it is that you're doing, and you're going to identify the people 
who do have that vision and they understand what the heaviness is of leadership and, and that leadership is influence and, and they really want this, whatever this is for you. Um, my job now offers so many things. It offers, um, an incredible paycheck. It also, um, offers an incredible avenue to be a mentor and a leader. It offers an avenue to pour into women and to listen to their stories and walk alongside them. So there's so many things that my specific job offers, but you're going to have to figure out in your job, what is it that you're offering to these people who are growing with you in, in this role of leadership? And so when you figure that out, who are those people? Who are those people who you might have 20 people on your team, but it might end up being two. When you shake your pan out, who are the nuggets of gold sitting at the top? Those are the people that as we work through the rest of these levels that you're going to invest and pour your time into. These are the people that you've got to go and create a relationship with so that they trust you and that they love you and that they believe that you have their best interests at heart and that you are going to walk beside them with your arm linked with theirs and that together you're going to march up the mountain towards the pinnacle of the mountain of leadership. Okay. So what did I do when I found myself at position one? Well, here's the tricky part. Position three is production, right? Well, if you ask people who know me, I can sell a wet newspaper. (laughs) I'm a really, I'm really good at sales. I'm also um, a huge people person. I love relationships. And so the problem with my level of leadership diagram is that I was at the position, I had the position, but the second level is permission. And that's where trust comes in. And that's where people look at you and say, I want to go where you're going. I don't care where you're going, but I'm getting in the car and I'm coming with you. I didn't have that. That was non-existent. And that was my fault. But what I also did have, I was producing I was, I had the production level down, right? But I had skipped the biggest piece of the puzzle. And guys, I am so convinced that level two is the most important. And I wish I had, I wish this could be a six hour episode, but I know that you've got to put your uh, earphones down in just a little bit. So I'm going to hurry through it, but I just love this so much. And I hope that you can understand how big of an impact this made on my life and on my business relationships, because what happens is you can be in a leadership position. You can skip level two and go to production and you're going to find yourself on the hamster wheel. Sure. Maybe you're seeing sales come in. Sure. Maybe you're seeing some production in your business, but what would happen if you went back down the mountain to level two and created a relationship with all these people that you've gathered together, working with you and together you guys all go back up the mountain to the level of production. Then what would your business look like? Truly, I want you to tell me. I want you to DM me on Instagram and tell me, Lacey, my business would look this different if I could go back down and create these relationships and then go back up and start producing again. I did that. And I want to tell you a story about a couple stories, actually, but one huge one that happened that has led to a major transformation. And that is um, my sweet friend who actually purchased my Pilates studio from me. As I'm learning this, I'm realizing she's worked for me for two and a half years and I don't know her. I don't know her. And this is some tough stuff to admit because as a leader, realizing this, I just feel awful, right? Like you feel like, how have I just been going through the motions and moving through life so fast that I haven't even gotten to know this person? And she was someone who was reliable. She was going to be there when she said she was. She was a hard worker. 
But past that, I knew nothing. I knew nothing. And granted, this business and in our Pilates studio is one, it's kind of where the people and the employees are, we are like kind of ships in the night, right? We show up to our class time and we teach and then we lock the door and the next person comes in. And it's, it's not something where it's a daily community environment with our instructors. However, that was not an excuse. And what I realized was I've got to go get to know her. And no wonder that we're not going in a exponential trajectory with this business because I don't have anyone's help. I'm, I'm the one working on the production side and I'm not inviting these people into this with me. So I started asking her questions and I started trying to build this relationship with her. And as she started to just, as I did that, just over the course of a couple months, one day I said to her, I said, why, why haven't you ever told me this before? I'm sure she had shared something with me, just maybe random. I don't even know probably like what her favorite sushi order is. I said, why do I not, why do I not know this about you? Why have you never talked to me before? She really, I would walk in the door and it was kind of like she would get out as fast as she could. Cause we just, she didn't talk to me very much. I never heard her, I heard her say very, very few words. And she looked at me dead in the eyes. I made eye contact and she said, Lacey, I haven't known you. Why would I tell you that? I didn't know you. And that was so powerful. My gosh, of course, of course, you weren't going to tell me all these things about yourself. Why would you tell these things to a complete stranger? And from that day forward, we have developed such a beautiful friendship that turned into her wanting to buy the studio and to take it into its next season. And so that is how powerful going down to the level of permission people, she, she started to give me permission to teach her about this business, to empower her to be a leader in her own right, to do this on her own. None of that could have ever happened had I not recognized that and gone back down and said, I want to know you and I want you to trust me. And I'm going to take the time that it takes to earn that trust from you. Guys, it was such a powerful moment that I will never forget. And since then, I've been able to use it in so many other ways. And what I've found is that work is so much more fun when I know who I'm doing it with. The people that I work alongside each day, I know their stories and I know their struggles. And it gives me so much compassion and empathy on what they're going through in life. But it also gives me this newfound respect for how successful they've become. And so I'm challenging you today to look at your business and who are you just missing? Like, who are you feeling like, gosh, we're just not connecting. We're not clicking. I'm not getting any production out of that person or that person has so much potential, but I'm not tapping into it. Chances are we need to walk back down and grab their arm and say, I'm here in this with you. I want to know you. I want to earn your trust. And I want you to allow me to pour into you and to empower you to get to the next level. The difference in that is had I just stayed at that level of production, imagine a mountain and just turned around and shouted down the mountain and said, Hey guys, it's great up here. Whenever you're ready, come on up. That's never going to work. And if we sit at the top of this mountain or in the middle of this mountain and constantly just scream down at people to join us, that's, you're never going to get anything out of that. But when we walk back down, we link arms and we walk up together, you're going to see momentum. You're going to see magic happen. And I cannot wait for that to happen in your business. And I cannot wait to see where it will go when you can put some of these things into practice. As you can probably tell, I am so on fire about this subject and this topic, and I could truly talk about it for hours and hours and hours. But I want to leave you with a recap of these four simple steps of figuring out where you are in leadership 
and how to get to that next level. Let's go back to number one. We want to humbly identify the type of leader that we are. Number two, we want to ask for feedback from those we are leading and from those who are leading us. Sometimes we have to become a follower in order to learn to lead. I had to accept the leadership from my mentor. I had to allow her to give me feedback and to pour into me before I could clearly see where I needed to go to truly be an influencer of those around me. Number three, we need to create more leaders, not followers. Empower the people who are working with us to be a leader on their own. I promise you so much more will come out of that than a follower ever will. And number four, if you are struggling to identify the people who are working with you, pan for gold. Who are those that are left sitting on top who are ready and willing to enter into a relationship with you and really, really, really soak in your leadership? Now, levels four and five. Level four is the people development level. This is where you start creating and building up other leaders. This is where you start replicating your, you know, the tools that you've learned in leadership. This is where you start passing that along. And you're going to see this new generation of leaders built up. This is our hope in this podcast, that if you are a leader who feels stuck, or maybe you want to be a leader, our goal is to help empower you in that. And we understand the value in creating more leaders and not followers. And that's what you do at level four. Level five is the pinnacle. And I love that John Maxwell says, you know, in his daily life, he functions as a level four. He's only recognized as a level five. And level five is is such a compliment to, to anyone in leadership. Um, but I think it's so important that is, as leaders, we never arrive, right? I want to be a student of this. I want to be constantly learning. And I have so much to learn. But my hope is that every day, once I get to to the to that level four position where I'm able to replicate leaders over and over again and be a source of encouragement and empowerment for them. My goal and my hope is that I stay there. I want to stay there in that space where I can work every day to pour into you and to love on you and to help you see what you can be and what this life can look like for you in this space. Casting vision is my favorite. And I hope that today you see a vision out in front of you of a, a, just an incredible picture of what it can look like when we do these four things. So it would be my joy to hear from you about this. I really can't wait. And I hope that you're ready to take these four key points and put them into practice in your business. And please, please, please keep in touch with us and let us know how it goes. As always, we cannot wait to connect with you and we're going to catch you on the next episode of Honey Hush. (music) 